0: While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional
1: for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. I'm Heather, one of the hosts of this podcast. I'm joined
0: by... Dre, the other host. And together we are... Drether. Drether!
1: And in all honesty, I want to change our intro. Okay. I feel like we... Not today. Not in this moment. But I'm just saying I'm putting it out there so it doesn't look like it was some knee-jerk decision. Okay. I would just... I don't know what it'll be, but I feel like it never flows. It always flows for me. I, I'm not going to cut out any <laughs> of the things that you love about it. I'm just going to come up with something that's a little bit more like our closer okay all right i like it just because i it never just falls out of you know what i mean i never hot lava the yeah you know
0: what you always are a little unsure about um and it's like we've had like 48 episodes so wow i know so you should know by now you should know by now heather if you don't know me by now. But, but really, we've actually recorded like 50 or 51 podcasts because we've had to a couple that didn't. Some. Well, and like <laughs> we had the one, the first round with the house bears that did not. Oh, record. We, true. It, it, it didn't record. The audio mishaps. Yes. And then um, we started one with Michael Allen. And we'll have to continue the next time he's in town yeah, because then we thinking- got talking.
1: We never finished that. No, they?
0: because we got like on a total sidetrack, and then we had to go to dinner. Oh, well. Yeah, when dinner calls. <laughs> Priorities. And then I swear we've also had another one that we oh the cat are you
1: a cat or dog person oh that it was so gosh, boring where we that wanted we wanted to <laughs> fling ourselves into traffic and we listened back to it. We did a couple. We did one too. Wasn't we've had a couple that on the re listen. Yes, it was painful. We were like, yeah,
0: that was stupid.
1: Ah. Yeah. <sighs> like to go back to those now and have a good old laugh at myself. <laughs> I am a cat person and a dog person, but more of a cat person.
0: I see, and I'm both, but I'm more of a dog person.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Go. Yin and yang, baby. Yin and yang. Okay, so. Fire and wet blanket. <laughs> and I'm the wet blanket.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, I am obviously the wet blanket. Mm-hmm. It's fine, though. Yeah. Well, speaking of wet blankets, um, not... <laughs> do you feel like... An 85-year-old when you watch the Olympics. And do you watch the Olympics?
1: Yes. I watch the Olympics now in a very modern way, which I would deem, I don't know if you would call it, do I watch the Olympics? Not like I watched the Olympics growing up. Okay. But I absolutely am invested in seeing the Instagram highlight reel (laughs) (laughs) as presented to me of notable moments. Okay. That's been curated. All right. And, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Not dumbed down, but just concentrated and curated. So it's a different experience. Okay. I feel much more detached from the Olympics than, you know, years past. Yeah, yeah. Growing up.
0: Because I'm watching the Olympics the old-fashioned way. On my TV, whatever event is on.
1: But how? On NBC. So you just turn on NBC any time of day or night, and it's always the Olympics? Yes. And no matter what is on, you just watch it? Yep. You don't say. Do you know what I
0: fell asleep to last night? What? Olympic canoeing.
1: <laughs> and is that like the little man in the canoe? Like one guy, yeah, one canoe? just
0: one man yeah, canoeing. Double-sided paddle uh-huh. or single double-sided. paddle? double-sided. Double-sided. So yeah. like a
1: kayak without the cover. Exactly. They are... are they plastic or aluminum or wooden?
0: No, I think they're plastic. It really is like more like, a, it looks like a kayak, but it's longer and skinnier. Okay. So Not wooden. It's, no, I don't think so. It would be amazing if it was a wooden canoe. I know. Canoe. I
1: feel like if they're going to have Olympic canoeing, it should be one of those wooden canoes with the wood slats that had splinters. Yeah. And then like the hot steel, you know, trim. Yes. That was always had a jagged edge that would like catch your. And you it, have to, and you have to wear a, a
0: camp t-shirt just to like continue with the canoeing theme. <laughs>
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, what is a canoe if it doesn't have the potential to kill you or maim you?
0: But there is something to me so nostalgic about watching the Olympics.
1: Yeah. Right? Because it's like... Out of curiosity, what were the top three countries in the canoeing Olympics?
0: um, Not American. I can't remember. I fell asleep. Canoeing
1: is so... What? Isn't it American by nature? I mean... Like, it feels like the Native Americans invented the canoe. I don't remember
0: who who was in the lead maybe um Belgium I don't I don't remember I fell asleep it's interesting and it it was soothing and nostalgic like I remember watching the Olympics as a small child and learning the national anthem because it was a year that we did really well and they kept playing it and I kept asking my parents like what is that song and so my mom taught it to me
1: taught me the words oh my gosh like Oh, say, can you see National Anthem? Uh How old were you? I think I was like four. You were raised in some sort of communist household. My (laughs) children were sung to sleep by the National Anthem, and I don't know what hellhole you were being raised in that took you to the age of four. Just kidding. Annabelle had the Gettysburg Address memorized at age four. At age four? (laughs) Yes, it's on my Instagram. This is amazing. I know. she was. Well, Georgia had to memorize it for school, and Georgia was in kindergarten. Oh, you Remember when they did that? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And then Annabelle just picked it up.
0: Oh, she's always been an overachiever. Genius.
1: Overachiever. But But national anthem at age four is impressive, too. Well, thanks. Now I I mean. Well, it's fascinating to me because I feel like I memorize different countries' national anthems because when I was really into the Olympics was right during the height, because I was probably like. Ten years old, you okay. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. in the eighties, where they started to be yes. like powerhouses, and mm-hmm. it was was it just the Cold War that made it so much more exciting? Why was I think it so, so much Pro- more exciting? I don't though? know because the eighties were really the golden era of the Olympics. Yeah. Like think of some of the eighties Olympians that like Mary Lou Retton. Uh
0: huh. I mean that she's the Greg only one Luganis. I can think of. Oh
1: yeah. Uh huh. Nadia Comaneci. <laughs> she was early, but like.
0: Who else? I mean, I don't remember. It's been so long, Bruce Jenner. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. Olympian. I mean, but now there are some incredible athletes now. And, like, world records are being broken in almost, like, every event. It's crazy, especially swimming. Like, they'll always show, like, the line of, like, the world record. And, like, people are passing it. Every Olympics, I swear. We're just getting faster and faster and better and better. It's evolution, baby. That is. Yeah, that's cool, like darwinism
1: huh? right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you look at My first thought was steroids, but <laughs> I guess it could just be evolution.
0: But you look at like so notably in the news people have been talking a lot about Shikari Richardson. Yes. And she was I mean, right now she's the sixth fastest woman ever. Ever. In the history of time. In the history of time, sixth fastest. And so she is 21 years old and has only been competing like as of recently, truly. It's incredible. And so imagine, like, if she continues to hone her athleticism and train, like, maybe she'll become the
1: fastest one. Fastest woman but, in the world. But she got to lay off that weed. I mean, but does she? Or does society need to catch up to the normal standards and normalize weed? Well, I mean, you know how how I feel about it. <laughs> well, tell us. <laughs> Put it on the record.
0: So for people who don't know, um, Shikari Richardson – and. Let's just side, side note that like, she's not all that popular right now because she was kind of a dick, um, in the Twitter. And so we're not even going to like, we're not worrying about that. We're just talking about an amazing athlete who got disqualified because in the finals, um, or the Olympic qualifiers, I, I guess mm-hmm. is what it was. She actually tested positive for cannabis. Um, and so she was disqualified and will not be competing. Well, in they the also Olympics. they
1: put a like a 30-day wait on her. Like she was disqualified for 30 days, but they still right. could have selected her to go to Tokyo, but they didn't. They passed. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that they like So it, just, it was a, it was a hard and fast rule that she for t- the 30 for days, WADA, right? you know, the World Anti-Doping Association yeah. or whatever. So it, that was the technical rule, 30 days. But then I don't know who chooses, the Olympic Committee or, or I thought it was just a numbers game. No, I heard that she was op she could they could have they passed on her okay she was not asked to attend and of course you know it's a reflection probably on that right i'd assume yeah oh for sure so fast and talented
0: i know but like okay so i understand anti-doping i get it because like do
1: you though i mean yeah. Why don't we just give let everybody take whatever <laughs> drugs they can find, whatever drugs their body can tolerate and see how high these people can jump? That's like you know it what turns I mean? into like, the Hunger Games, yeah. Literally, like why hold back? Go for it because no matter how many steroids or doping whatever's I took, I'm not going to beat Lance Armstrong in a in the Tour de France. I'm not going to be able to outrun Shikari Richardson.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if she yeah. were totally doped up okay but let's see like talk about even okay so say yeah I hear you but say like okay steroids or you know whatever that is going to make you more strong and have more ability than you would otherwise just from regular homegrown training right yes cannabis
1: is not that correct like cannabis cannot make you fast no and and cannabis cannot make you could it improve your, it could improve your mental game,
0: totally. And I think that's I mean that's what she but said so she was trying to do. Is her mom her biological mother had just passed away? She um, obtained cannabis in Oregon legally, where it's recreationally mm-hmm. legal. and no medical. Yeah, no medical card required. Anything like that. Um, but she's still, I mean, but that was, that fell under the category of something that can disqualify you.
1: Legal substance.
0: Even though it is not a performing enhancing or p- performance enhancing drug.
1: It's part of the catalog of drugs that WADA has decided.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, there's also the, the whole idea that like it is federally I- illegal. So maybe they're just saying all illegal drugs federally.
1: I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, it's listed on there because like they are there are athletes competing from Amsterdam. Right. Where it's yeah. not even a, it's a, you know, nationally sponsored. It is a
0: federally legal. Yeah. yeah.
1: Fully. So it has to be, it's a world doping standard, which I don't think should even exist. I think pump them up, do whatever it takes, play to every advantage, you know, and yeah. for some arbitrary institution, which we know is absolutely corrupt. If you've seen the film Icarus, the documentary, oh. they talk about the massive fraud and corruption that went on in Wada for decades, especially concerning like the Soviets who had a full underground tunnel way to like, I mean, dupe them, basically. Wow. They would shift out clean urine with steroid urine. And this happened for, I mean, I'm just saying like all these arbitrary rules just create empires for people to either work around or defraud or build up the dream and like I hate when we like take away all of the wonderful accomplishments that athletes have had because they at one point tested positive for something yeah yeah because that does not negate the massive athletic achievement you know totally because something's got to give I mean we we expect so much of these athletes both physically and mentally and then we deny them any recreational drugs or you know performance enhancing drugs right so we expect them to be specimens of like superior mental ability and physical ability at all times. Right. I know well Case another yeah
0: another person in the news Simone Biles. So she's the American gymnast who is I mean amazing, highly decorated and
1: this is her third or fourth Olympics something, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I yeah. And she's she's, been a champion for the. She has the most. She's been a champion
1: for our flag.
0: (laughs) She has the most um, Olympic medals for a gymnast of all time. It's amazing. It is. It's incredible. And um, she recently withdrew from several of the events um, in the Olympics because for mental health reasons. Mm -hmm. And she's gotten a lot of pushback. And I mean, it's a tough one because. I think some people see it as like, okay, she is robbing another person of an opportunity to go to the Olympics.
1: Yeah. And if you're an Olympian, we expect you to compete at all costs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Because you've you've earned that spot, you're representing, and it doesn't matter what it takes, you push through. Right. Yeah. I mean, is that what we think collectively as a nation? I mean, I
0: think a lot of people feel that way. And, you know, for me, I I think I look at her and I think... Yeah, you got to take care of yourself. Like, there must be a lot of pressure. There must be, I mean, I I can't even imagine. She has worked so hard, and it can't be a decision that she's taken lightly.
1: You know what I mean? Right. And when you heard that she withdrew for mental health, what did you think? What did that, like, what kind of mental crisis did you imagine she was having? Um... I thought
0: it was just stress stress and pressure. You know? Cuz I, I didn't really consider anything else.
1: Yeah, I mean, so did I. I didn't consider anything else other than just like this is too much and I'm feeling too much pressure and too much stress and I my head's not in the game. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And then when she talked more about it, she said that she was disoriented in the sky you know yes, or like she couldn't twisties, tell the twisties call you call got it, the twisties yeah. which coincidentally because light imitate life imitates art and art imitates life in second season of ted lasso did i just say lasso in a weird way yeah <laughs> <laughs> in second season of ted lasso um one of the players gets a case of what they call the yips which is the twisties where okay. Your body and your mind are disconnected and it's usually from some sort of traumatic thing or whatever. He his was due to trauma, but he had the yips. And so I googled yips because they kept saying it on the show. Yeah. And it was like uh the twisties. Oh, oh earrings. The earrings. Earring, earring fell down. Out. One earring down. <laughs> Welcome to ASMR while I undress. <laughs> um, so I love that, you know, when my favorite shows coincide yes. with life. And so then I was then they showed a video of Dominique, um, I can't think of her last name, Oceanu or something like from years ago who had a case of the twisties and like couldn't tell where her body was and like almost broke her neck and then was this in the nineties? Yes, Yes. I remember. And so it was just fascinating to see that it wasn't like, we're deeming it a mental health crisis, but it's also has a very physical, component. Yes. And for physical repercussion. And not to make this about me, but I myself have had a case of the yips. And it is very, very real. What is it? So... And how did you have it? Tell me everything. I have actually, now that I'm talking about it, I'm having a recovered memory. And I think it's happened to me twice. So I was a piano player growing up. Yes. And... I would have to perform all the time and I was young, but I would have to like or like sometimes my parents would just say, Oh, they'd people would be like, Go play something, you know, and I just walk up to the piano and have to like perform like a monkey. It was terrible. <laughs> Unpaid child labor. <laughs> so one the one time that I seriously remember having the yips was after I had won like the state tournament for piano performance. And like I had played three pieces in a high stress situation in front of like a panel of judges and I was like eight or nine years old. So I'm young, but like, I'm also a robot at this point, you know, like I have just been through like the total rigorous, you know, hours of practice or whatever it took for me to memorize those. And it wasn't like a big mind body game for me, but like I had three songs memorized that I could have probably performed at the drop of the hat. So then they have what they call the winner's concert the next day. And like your teachers don't even think to tell you to practice because right. why would you? Because you know, you've these, already you ha-
0: has, have it memorized. Yeah, yeah. You've,
1: you've know these songs like the back of your hand. You've been listening to them. You've been performing them. You've just won a competition with them. Yeah. So you know, you just sit down and you play. And I walked up and I was feeling totally confident and like, you know me, overly confident, <laughs> <laughs> unmerited un- confidence. And I'm, I just walked up to the piano and I sat down and I looked at the keys and I literally didn't know which note the song started on. It was a full okay. mental crisis, like where I like put my hands, I f- remember physically like putting my hands on the keys and then the anxiety set in and then you just get in your head and you, it's like a disconnect. So I oh, that's
0: crazy. played,
1: like I started just like, cause I was eight yeah or nine. I don't remember. You oh my gosh! Probably 10. It's like
0: Christian's age.
1: Yeah, I was young, and so because I was young and foolish, I just like started kind of fumbling around until my fingers like caught the speed. Just like I think if it's like a, yeah, and yeah. then muscle memory took over, and then like muscle memory took over, and I pl- completed the piece and finished, and then just like did my little curtsy and left, and my teachers and parents were like, "What?"
0: happened happened? like they didn't
1: know if I was trying to be funny and I was just like I literally didn't remember how the song started so I just kind of like fumbled around (laughs) up there until something happened which I'm grateful for because I've had the yips since then and I've just had to like get up because I can't remember the song that I know by rote okay so is the yips like a a mental just blackout it's a disconnect between your body for me it was a disconnect between what i knew and memorized and was perfectly mentally strong in my head but i yeah. was having some sort of crisis at that moment that made it impossible for me to perform anything yeah and so th- this is a piano piece that no-, no one's physically at risk but if i had that crisis and i'm about to do like a triple you know flip layout turn on a balance beam right that is life or death and then that type of anxiety has got to set in to where if you're if you're up there and you sense that you're having a case of this disconnect sure then you you have to withdraw for to save yourself totally totally but there's and so because it's a mental component but there's a physical repercussion
0: yeah okay so like when you explain it like that It seems like a no-duh, of course she, that's what she had to do. So why, I mean, why do you think people are being so weird about it?
1: I think that uh, we don't allow for uh, a lot of, we love the humanity of the Olympics. We love those moments where they share, did you see the two high jumpers that shared the gold medal?
0: No yeah
1: so amazing oh, that's so and they cool. shared they both kept clearing the height and they decided to share the gold oh, it was really beautiful that, like, and cool yeah and it was a world record too for the olympics oh my gosh so there's so awesome. much humanity and yes. wonderfulness like we want that like you know those hum- human moments but i think at the same time we expect athletes to be robots and if they say oh my mind and body are having a disconnect we don't allow that, you know, right, right, because it's like, well, you know, you're here now and you should have overcome this by right. then. And we yeah. expect some sort of toughness at all costs. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people understand. I didn't even understand. I just thought she was under too much pressure and was like, I can't take it. I'm withdrawing. And, and that's not at all what she was doing. She was just saying, like, I'm smart enough and... Um, self-possessed enough and aware of my mental state enough to say this is not safe for me or the team and I'll just bring everybody down and contribute to my own insecurity about my ability to perform these tricks. Right, right. Like you're not going to set yourself up to fail over and over and over and possibly get injured.
0: You know what's interesting is because like I never even considered that she would bring the team down because like when I was watching the Olympics um, I guess last weekend and they were doing like the all around and Simone Biles was there to watch the rest of her team. And then after, and they got the silver and after they were being interviewed and they all were kind of talking about how it was so scary when Simone withdrew, because then they were kind of left to their own devices. She's their team leader and all this stuff. And it, the way that they were being interviewed like the questions they were being asked also kind of i mean they were leading questions for sure right. and simone was right there and she was nodding her head and saying yes you know how hard that was um and so that's kind of how i saw it of like oh that must have been really difficult on the team and it's they've overcome and it's so amazing but i didn't think about the fact that like had she continued maybe she would have
1: been dead weight you know yeah. Or gotten herself injured and then not been able to contribute at all. Right. I did think it was amazingly remarkable. I heard that she was there cheering on like Michaela
0: um, Skinner. Skinner. Uh And like
1: I thought with all of the bad press, with the way people turned on them and Mm -hmm. even the way that the Olympians weren't able to even come out and be like, she has no alternative. You know, she has to do this and we support her and love her and we're scared without her, but we're, you know, we have to move on. Totally. There was just really... it. She's still in that climate, showed up and cheered. I know. I know. I mean, it was she really re- sweet. She displayed so many championship leadership qualities, and it wasn't about mental stability, except for the fact that nothing physical about her changed when she didn't have the yips and she did. Yeah. Or the twisties. The twisties. It's a, yeah. So it is a mental game, and we don't really have a lot of grace for a weak mental game. In, totally. United States.
0: Well, it's so interesting because I have been reading that book, um, The Hard Thing About Hard Things by Ben Horowitz. And it's, I mean, it's totally about business and making the difficult decisions in your business. But I've now like have been thinking about that a lot of like just expanding that to just general life. And sometimes we are put in a position where we have to make hard decisions that both choices seem crappy, you know? And for her, I'm sure she felt that way of like, you know if I stay, then you know all of the bad things that we said, like you know she could hurt herself, she could bring the team down, all of this, and then um you know, if she leaves, so it's it's kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't, yeah. and people need to just be nice because that was a hard decision, oh, for
1: sure, a I hard, think she took a lot more choice. flack because she was a woman, and it's just like, uh. Oh. Mm-hmm. No crying in baseball. You know, we say that there's no crying yeah. in baseball. And you got here, and so now you got to yeah. put and on like, your big girl pants. I'm sorry if you're having period cramps. Get yeah. yourself a hot water bottle and some <laughs> ibuprofen. You know, like, yeah. but it's just, uh, but I think it's moreover that we undermine um, women's ability to self divinate. Yeah. And this is a champion. She wants to compete at all costs. She's worked hard. She's suffered sexual abuse at the hands of the totally. Olympic trainer. She has testified against yep. him. She's, she's been a voice to you know, do sport for Team USA, which is appalling. Yeah. You know, she's not crumbled under mental stress or anguish. She is a warrior. Absolutely. And a champion. So if she says, I've got a case at the twisties, we should put her on a Chez Lounge yeah, and herald pillow. her and say yes. thank you for getting us this far and for not leaving and going to Bermuda yeah and you know what I mean and relaxing on a white sand beach you're gonna stay here in the fire and Cheer on take your it team. on and nod and take accountability when this is outside of your you know realm totally you're not accountable for a mental crisis. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, and
0: she ended up participating in the f- final event, and um which was, I don't. Wasn't it bounce beam? I think it was beam. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was beam. And that she got um, the bronze. And she got right? the bronze. Yeah. So it's like that's amazing. She got like, a medal for for America. Yeah. For Team for USA. America
1: Yes. Yeah, do we call it Team USA, uh-huh. United States of America? Yes. Do you remember um, the Apple computer where you could play all the Olympics and you could pick your country and it would play like a little digitized version of their anthem? No. And I would pick like Croatia. Of course that's you would. Yeah, that's where my <laughs> love for geography started. Be okay, like...
0: if anyone wants to have real fun, play a geography quiz game with Heather. And by real fun, I mean uh, feel like the dumbest person if you on want Earth. to be decimated. Yes. If you want to go
1: home crying, <laughs> doubting your knowledge of world geography, just challenge me. Also state capital yeah she's really party, really good two stupid human tricks
0: so um a little bit of trivia for you okay Heather um do
1: you know can you name one new sport that was added to the Olympics yeah, my whole year? body like the second you said a little bit of trivia for you my entire body started like <laughs> shaking like a puppy about to play fetch so what's a new event um, that has okay been added? well there are several new events this year yes correct one event that was added was surfing you're right ding 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 Ding. another event that was added was skateboarding yes and um what else um so we've got karate karate yeah Mm -hmm. what was was judo
0: judo was already it was already in so now karate
1: i like to say karate karate i I knew you were gonna say that um sport climbing is now just on like a like a like
0: like climbing little
1: plastic walls
0: yeah, and what's kind of cool is we do have some uh, Utahns, of course, because we are do so many so many oh, climbing yeah. things here. How many Utahns did we have
1: in the Olympics? Um,
0: we have nearly 30. This year? Yeah, which is so cool. And actually 10 different nations represented amongst those Utahns. So not necessarily like native What Utah Utahn is playing for a different Utahns, nation? But, I mean, we had like a Real Salt Lake player who is in the Olympics, and he is... Um, you know repping his are they bringing home their medals country. home
1: to utah or are they taking their medals to some god forsaken foreign country
0: i mean some of them are going to foreign countries it's true well then you but don't like, think you should call them Utahns. yeah like the real salt lake um guy his name is douglas traitors. martinez <laughs> and he is uh, he is in the olympics for honduras
1: playing soccer yeah cool huh that's very cool I know. Who, else, who else what other expats do we have
0: okay so of course we have um the two Red Rocks uh gymnasts f- from the U and uh Michaela Skinner we, yeah and we already talked about her and Grace
1: McCallum I thought what about soon um Suni Lee Suni Lee she's not Utah no uh-uh. okay I got no. her mixed up no um but yeah we have
0: I mean we have a lot some a few BYU alums oh go Cougs. I know which is quite cool so, I mean, all the things. So I have another um, question for you. Okay. What is a weird sport that you uh,
1: think should is weird that it's in the Olympics? Does it have to be summer? Can it be winter? It can be winter. I think curling is fascinating. Okay. But should it be in the Olympics? Well, for me personally. Okay. Oh, I, I see. I see. That's going to be hard for me. So a sport that's in the Olympics that I don't think should be in the Olympics? Yeah. Like, I kind of had a hard time with canoeing thought it was a little weird okay well <laughs> canoeing because it's really kayaking without a lid um, they should do topless kayaking and then have all the participants be topless there we go and have them be in canoes Um I think okay I'll be honest I've never understood although I have fierce pride in the I think, I remember when Team USA went, they started basketball in the Olympics. I don't think uh-huh. that was always there. That yeah, was like yeah. kind of in the 90s. Totally, yes. And Team USA was like the most amazing effing team ever. It was team like the ever. super yeah. team I of mean, all like, time. Yeah, yeah, all this, I can't even name the stars because it was so long ago, but I, my friend, her father took his son's over there to watch them compete and had an American flag and had every single player sign it. And it was in this beautiful shadow box frame in his room. And it was like one of the most powerful things of sports memorabilia I've ever seen. Totally. And that's when I had this like total like surge of like, oh my gosh, no wonder, you know, we are the best basketball team in the world. And I didn't even have a concept of basketball existing outside of America. Yeah, totally. But I thought it was weird too. Mm -hmm. But anyway... I don't, I guess I've always, I've never understood how, uh, like you can form a team of people from all different nations, but then have them play for a different nation. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Also, I've never understood how Jamaicans could have a bobsled team. (laughs) And I'm not saying that to be funny. I just still like to the day, like like, how is, I don't know how deeply ignorant I am, but I'm just like, it never makes sense to me. Right. Well, I mean, cool runnings. They
0: made a movie about it. I know, and I've not watched it because I,
1: I didn't, I wasn't intrigued enough to watch because I thought it's some fish out of water, you know, comedy or something, which it
0: is. Well, do you know what blew my mind when I was reviewing the list of um, summer Olympic sports is Olympic trampoline, and they do like, and, and it's not gymnastics it's like like swan dives n- like jumping and doing pike. do they do crack an egg and like see who can you know what it's who can whoever the time yes, limit it's whoever. And if you lose
1: sight of your crisscross yeah. applesauce there's also the double bounce oh my medal. gosh yeah double <laughs> bounce, bounce metal like if you can double bounce and time <laughs> your strong foot on their downbeat and skyrocket them if you can skyrocket your opponent off the trampoline you win the gold <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Olympic website, though, has um, it, Tokyo made these really cute videos. It's called like a minute, uh, something minute. Is it and like, they dumb they like dumb
1: ways to die?
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> kind of like that. Where And it's like little cartoons, but then they show like little like video clips and stuff. And it's just under it's in a minute and it explains the event. So I did watch the one on trampoline because I was like, is this like, you know how there's like I'm dumb, but you know how there's like kind of a bouncy pad in the floor routine? for yes. the girls and so I was like for the it, it gymnast. gymnastics women's and gymnastics so I and was men, like, yeah,
1: gymnastics floor routine There's yeah a and so I was thinking floor. is
0: that what they're calling trampoline nope it's like a literal trampoline and they like do
1: tricks okay I'll tell you right now who I would like to have nominated if he were still alive my father for the jogging on the mini trampoline event if that was one of because <laughs> that man could jog on a mini trampoline with his hands just kind of just resting on his you know chest for I'm going to say hours on end. Yeah. Not a lot of movement. Never, feet, never left the trampoline. It's just kind of a mini jock. He, I, mean, I love he, it. He could win. Okay. Well, what I would like to nominate is that kind my- of what the trampoline and event is like? Did it's you watch kind of it? like that. Okay. Um, but what I would like
0: to nominate my dad for would be Olympic slalom skiing. Why do we not have water skiing in the Olympics? Oh, my gosh. In the Summer Olympics. You're right. My dad was so good. And he, like, would, like, lay down, like, on the water, basically, and, like, s- huge And could spray. get a huge rooster yes, tail. it was awesome. We could,
1: go- we could, just, like, I've never understood how they grade surfing, honestly. I know. I've never understood that. So that's a- always a little bit nebulous to me, that it's in the Olympics. Like, yeah.
0: I know when I, how, I, I haven't watched the surfing. I did watch the skateboarding, but I, I didn't watch I didn't the because surfing. Because is it a man-made wave? It, it would have to be, right? No. Like then, what, how are they what, gonna regulate it?
1: They're, they're doing this at raging waters. There's no man-made waves. They,
0: I mean, you can Tokyo. Do, go to like a surf place and like they have like a like an odd like a man-made wave. Yeah,
1: but not for like you. That's like you can't really catch any tube or I anything. I mean, is Tokyo that?
0: famous for like their they big have surf?
1: Well, they're a peninsula. Japan's a
0: peninsula. I mean, I'm going to have to do They've some got, research on this and find out because I would like to know.
1: Because then how can they grade it? Like, how do you know? Like, that's what I'm saying. But that's how do they do surf contests? Basically, you all go out there. You all try to catch waves. The first person to catch the wave has the advantage because you have to respect, totally. you, know, you Yeah. Can, you've seen Point Break. Of course. And Blue Crush. <laughs> so you have to respect the laws and then you catch the wave and you do tricks and perform and you maybe shoot the tube or, you know, yeah. and like it's based on your agility and your ability to finish and I think your ability to dominate that out there but the truth is I've been to a thousand. It sounds
0: like you just described a sex contest. Well I (laughs) I
1: tell most of my prospective partners have you ever seen a surfing competition? (laughs) Okay well it's going to be a lot like that but not as salty. (laughs) Oh boy. Um, We digress. Yes we digress. So what were we just saying?
0: That the the they can shoot the two. Yeah, they so can, they get graded on. Yeah, agility, surfing.
1: finishing, and um, domination. Domination, yeah, basically <laughs> the trifecta. If you're good at surfing, you'll be great in bed. Um, but how do we even start talking about surfing?
0: I mean, I don't know. I can't remember. Anywho, remember well, the lab loves you. <laughs> Well, we got it just, this, it just, you know, the Olympics does make me nostalgic and I do feel old when I watch it because I feel like, um, I don't know why I just feel like, oh, I've got
1: to go home and watch the, the Olympics. 20th Olympics you've watched and you're like 20 times four, <laughs> but you have to divide it in two because there's winter and yes, summer. Exactly. I'm just going to say I would tune into the Olympics at 1am at whatever 24 hour world clock time the events were, if they would promise to include one regular person in each event for reference oh. i would like for all of the nations to begin swimming the 400 meter and then for whoever won the lottery you know brady nord to jump in yeah. and to just one regular <laughs> just see person see how a regular guy and it's random yes. it's random by social. you you throw your social security number in their ring totally. and they just pick the average age of the competitors and let's say they're all 18 24 yeah great put a 19 year old in there and you're gonna do your very best but i would like one island swimming one gymnast to get out there and try to do a a cartwheel like we sent the very best iowa had (laughs) go on out there Beth, (laughs) show them what you can do i love it one regular person in each event for reference and i think the viewership would skyrocket
0: all right olympic committee you heard it here first we would like to petition you
1: to add a regular joe (laughs) To every event. That would be amazing. Well, I know which one I'm signing up for, canoeing. Because <laughs> I could do it. I mean, are they vigorously canoeing? Yeah. Or is it like if you can serenely canoe and create the double whirlpools on each side of the paddle or no, then you win? They're going fast and furious. I'd be I'd be but interested. I, but I I'd wasn't... also offer my services to like, you know, the rowing crew. <laughs> hey, I'm the regular Joe that got picked. <laughs> Hope you don't mind me, boys. <laughs> uh, I love it.
0: Okay, well, I think our time is up.
1: Okay, well, that's but our thought on America. There's
0: our Olympic roundup. We'll we'll come up with something a little more exciting for next time.
1: I thought this one was pretty fun.
0: I mean, it it's I would give us
1: a gold medal. <laughs> 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 will we you will share now... it with me, comrade. <laughs> yes. we will now sing the national anthem. <laughs> Which Dre learned when she was four, four. years old, and everyone was, was so impressed because nobody spoke a lick of English. It hands. was no Gettysburg Address, though. It was no Gettysburg we'll Address. We'll sing it for us. I'll put my hand over my heart.
0: <laughs> we're we're gonna go one podcast without singing. Okay, we'll right. Okay,
1: too late. It's fine. <laughs> my country, just... I'll sing the Croatian national anthem. I memorized it when I was seven, and <laughs> I've been looking for an opportunity. To display this skill. Now's your chance. Now's your Fox chance. In Croatia, Sarajevo, Bosnia. Is that? Reykjavik in Croatia. Long live Croatia. <laughs> At first I was like, is
0: she really singing this for Baklava,
1: real? Croatia, yeah. I love it. That's just a mix of most Mediterranean cultures that I've offended. Yeah. <laughs> Not on purpose. Beep, Beep. <laughs> back it up. Back it up. <laughs> Everyone knows the hot doctor on um, ER was from Croatia. That's how Croatia really broke oh, into the American that's right.
0: oh, consciousness. That's right. Claim to fame. Yep. All right. Well, remember that the lab loves you and, and life is short. By the lips. <gasps>
1: Hello and welcome to Welcome Bach. I'm B-Sharp, I'm Brandon Sharp, and you're listening to classical music. First of all, it's Bradford. Holy shit shitballs. Uh, welcome Bach, this is Bradford Sharp, and you're listening to B-Sharp. How does
0: it go? <laughs> I can't remember.
1: You probably recognize my voice. Excuse me? My voice, you might recognize it. Welcome Bach, this is B-Sharp classical music is our forte.